Immunity is top of mind for many of us at this time. You may be seeking to strengthen your immune system, protect yourself from virus or the flu, or support your loved ones, especially those with a weaker immune system. This is part two in a two-part series. In part one, I shared seven top habits that can boost your immunity today. So if you missed that episode, be sure to check it out. I'll drop a link to part one in the show notes below. In this episode, part two, I wanna share Ayurvedic herbs known to help boost your immune system naturally. Welcome back to the Ayurveda Glow podcast, a place to discuss how the ancient wisdom of Ayurveda can be applied to your modern everyday life to help you feel vibrant in mind, body, and spirit, enjoy optimal health, and glow from the inside out. I'm your host, Katrina, an Ayurvedic health counselor and plant-based nutrition advocate based in Santa Monica, California. Through this podcast, I'll be sharing with you what I'm learning in the areas of plant-based nutrition and holistic mind-body approaches to optimal health. I aim to explore each of these areas through the lens of Ayurveda. So immunity is top of mind for many of us at this time. Many of us are seeking to strengthen our immune system to protect ourselves and our loved ones, especially those with a weaker immune system from a virus or the flu and to stay healthy. In this episode, part two of a two-part series, I wanna share with you essential Ayurvedic herbs known to boost your immune system. Before we begin, I want to thank Dr. Mark Halpern, founder of the California College of Ayurveda, where I have been studying Ayurveda. I gathered a lot of resources I'm about to share with you from a message that Dr. Halpern recently shared on the topic of immunity. So thank you, Dr. Halpern. Okay, so let's dive into this episode. Now, in part one, I shared seven practical everyday steps you can take to keep your immune system strong so it can do its job and fight off bacteria, infection, or viruses. In that episode, we covered some basics, including a sound night's sleep, eating nutrient-dense food, mild to moderate exercise, sunlight, avoiding sugary or processed food, and the immune-boosting power of a positive, peaceful state of mind. In the previous episode, I also shared how Ayurveda and modern science emphasize that there's a strong mind-body connection. The thoughts you focus on strongly influence your immunity and your body's ability to stay healthy. So if you ever doubt this mind-body connection, just think about a time when you felt fearful or nervous. Perhaps you had to speak in public or had an important interview or even a date. Whatever situation you may have been in, we know when we are fearful or nervous, we often have shallow breath, we may start sweating, and our heart may start beating faster. We've all experienced this strong mind-body connection at one time or another. Modern science and the science of epigenetics shows that there's a strong mind-body connection and an ongoing state of fear can weaken our immune system. On the flip side, science shows that we can boost our immune system by focusing on things that calm our nervous system. Gratitude, appreciation, calming music, spending time in nature, meditation, Focusing on positive opportunities and possibilities, all of these practices help to elevate our emotions, which in turn can help boost our immune system. So this is a quick summary of part one. Again, be sure to check out the full episode if you missed it, and I'll drop the link to that episode below. Now let's switch gears and discuss Ayurvedic herbs that can also help to support our immune system. 
In his message on immunity, Dr. Halpern suggested that we consider taking the herbs I'm about to share if you are well or if you have a weaker immune system. Also, it's best if these herbs are prescribed and in a formula designed specifically for you personally. However, if you're not able to meet with an Ayurvedic practitioner, just knowing about these herbs as a way to support your immunity is a good starting point. As always, be sure to consider your individual needs and and any conditions you may have and research these herbs further to see how you may need to adjust based on your own personal case or condition. Okay, so the herbs I'm about to share are known to build immunity or as it's referred to in Ayurveda, Ojas. I also want to mention as a side note that I do get most of my Ayurvedic herbs and supplements at Banyan Botanicals and I will also drop a link to Banyan Botanicals below. You may also find these herbs online at Whole Foods or at your local health food store. Okay, so first up is Guduchi, also known as Giloy. Guduchi or Giloy plant is an Ayurvedic herb that has been used and advocated in Indian medicine for ages. It's highly valued in Ayurveda for its detoxifying, rejuvenating, and immune boosting properties. In addition, it's a powerhouse of antioxidants which help to fight free radicals, keep your cells healthy, and get rid of diseases. In addition to boosting immunity and removing toxins, Guduchi, also known as Giloy, purifies blood and is known to fight bacteria that causes disease and also is known to combat liver diseases and urinary tract infections. It may be consumed in the form of juice, powder, or capsules. Okay, so that was Guduchi. Next up is Amalaki. Amalaki is also known as Indian gooseberry, and it's one of the most potent herbal rejuvenatives used in Ayurveda. It's rich in both vitamin C and has powerful antioxidants, and it's known to have an incredible ability to support gut health. It's also considered a powerful tonic due to its ability to rejuvenate and regenerate all seven vital tissues of the body. In addition, studies show that amalaki can also increase energy, vitality, and immunity. So you can add amalaki in powder form to soups, smoothies, or vegetable juices, or you can take it as a tincture, tablet, or tea. Okay, so next up after amalaki is ashwagandha. Ashwagandha is also known as Indian ginseng. It's another immune-boosting Ayurvedic herb, and in addition to boosting the immune system, ashwagandha is a powerful adaptogen and provides excellent adrenal support. Ashwagandha is commonly ingested in powder form and can also be consumed in liquid form or as tea. Now, one thing I want to note about ashwagandha is that it's a medicinal herb. It's considered to be safe for most people, but it should not be taken by pregnant and breastfeeding women and people with autoimmune conditions. Also, if you're on medication, be sure to consult with your medical team. It's important not to overdo it when taking ashwagandha, but to take it in recommended moderate amounts. Okay, so the next Ayurvedic herb that I want to share is Shatavari. Shatavari is one of the most powerful herbs in Ayurvedic medicine. A study published in the Asian Pacific Journal of Tropical Disease showed that Shatavari strengthens the immune system. I'll be sure to drop links and references to everything that I've shared in this episode down below in the show notes. 
Okay, next up is astrologus. So astrologus is an antiviral herb that also boosts your immune system. You can take it as a capsule tincture or in tea or by adding it to soup. Astrologus root is best used as prevention and before going to places with a large crowd of people. Based on research I did on astrologus, experts suggest that if you already have a fever, it's best to avoid it. Okay, so these are five recommended Ayurvedic herbs for boosting immunity. The next question is, what herbs, supplements, and vitamins can support your immunity if you don't feel well and you actually get sick? So here are some of the herbs that Dr. Halpern suggested in his message on immunity. Number one is zinc, which is a key mineral for our immune health. Now, when it comes to zinc, zinc picolinate is a form of zinc that is more readily absorbed by the body. Studies show that zinc functions as a general immune booster and can also help the body to rid itself of many toxins. In addition, some studies show that zinc may reduce the intensity and duration of a virus by up to 50%. So when it comes to zinc, the zinc picolinate form is a form of zinc that is more readily absorbed by the body. So it's for this reason that Dr. Halpern suggested that when looking for zinc, we look for zinc picolinate. Once again, because it's more readily absorbed by the body. Now, when it comes to zinc in foods, we can get zinc from foods like oysters, nuts and seeds, unsweetened chocolate or cacao, and animal products. Many people these days, however, are deficient in zinc as a result of mineral depleted soil. And if you eat a plant-based diet, it's very common to be deficient in zinc as well. So if you're not getting enough zinc or if you're vegetarian, it's a good idea to take a supplement. To boost your immunity, it's recommended to take zinc picolinate each day to protect against virus and to keep the respiratory system moist. That said, Dr. Halpern suggested that we take zinc picolinate for a short period only, not to exceed more than 10 days. Again, I'll be sure to drop links to all the cited sources, studies, and references in the show notes below. Next up, when it comes to supporting your immunity if you don't feel well and you actually get sick is vitamin C, which is another fantastic support for the immune system. Expert nutritionist Anne Louise Gittleman says this about vitamin C, quote, vitamin C is a potent nutrient with many positive effects to help boost the immune system. It starts outside the cell by strengthening the collagen matrix, which helps limit the damage a virus can do to your tissues. Once inside the cell, vitamin C enters the virus and stimulates a reaction that kills the virus. Not many nutrients can help to strengthen your immunity and repair cells like this vitamin does." Unquote. Okay, so for these reasons, it's important if you want to support your immunity to make sure that you're getting enough vitamin C. Finally, let's discuss antimicrobial and antiviral herbs that fight a wide variety of viruses, bacteria, fungi, and microbes, and are known to boost your immune system. You may also want to consider incorporating these into your diet as well. So here are some well-known antimicrobial herbs to consider. Number one, turmeric. Number two, echinacea. Number three, neem. Number four, golden seal. And last but not least, ginger. And you can consume each of these as teas, spices in food, supplements, or tinctures. 
Now, speaking of turmeric, turmeric, in addition to being an antiviral, antibacterial, and anti-inflammatory herb, it's also known as a vasodilator. It widens the blood vessels, which helps to keep the immune system traveling freely. So those are a handful of antimicrobial and antiviral herbs that you may want to consider. Last but not least is elderberry. Elderberry is reported to help relieve and shorten the duration of flu symptoms and has a long history of medicinal use. In fact, its healing abilities trace back to Hippocrates, the ancient Greek known as the father of medicine, who described the plant as his, quote, medicine chest because of the wide variety of health concerns it seemed to cure. Here's what Dr. Josh Axe, a certified doctor of natural medicine and clinical nutritionist has to say about elderberry. Quote, elderberry contains flavonoids, which have antioxidant properties that can help prevent cell damage and other chemical compounds that are also known to have immune boosting properties, unquotes. So when it comes to colds, flu, and upper respiratory issues, elderberry syrup is popular. In addition, elderberry tea is another great option, especially if you use elderberry for flu and cold symptoms. You can either buy tea bags or purchase dried berries or flowers and make a tea by combining one tablespoon of berries or flowers with eight ounces of water. So these are a number of herbs and vitamins that are known to be beneficial to consume at the first sign of not feeling well. To recap, number one was zinc, number two was vitamin C, number three were antimicrobial and antiviral herbs such as turmeric, echinacea, neem, golden seal, and ginger, and last but not least was elderberry. Remember that it's important to take action right away because it's much easier to manage any virus, flu, or cold in the beginning when you first have a sign that you're not feeling well. Okay, so switching gears, in addition to Ayurvedic herbs and immune-boosting vitamins, also be sure to stay hydrated with filtered water and give your body the rest it needs. Practicing ongoing self-care is always one of the best things you can do, not only for yourself, but for everyone around you. Through diet, lifestyle, and a positive, calm state of mind, you can strengthen your immune system. Next up, let's talk about some soothing herbs that help to provide cough relief. So it's common when you get sick with a virus to also have a bad cough. So let's talk about some soothing herbs that can help expel mucus from the respiratory tract and also help you feel more comfortable. The first one mentioned by Dr. Halpern is licorice. Licorice has antiviral and antibacterial properties. It's also a useful cough remedy and acts as an expectorant, which is an herb that helps to loosen and expel mucus from the respiratory tract. Studies show that it also has a soothing effect on irritated mucous membranes. In addition to licorice, Dr. Halpern also mentioned two other powerful herbs to alleviate a dry cough, including kantakari and mullein. Now, I had never heard of mullein before, so I researched it and learned that mullein has been used medicinally since ancient times for its anti-inflammatory and antioxidant properties. Mullein is another powerful herb that helps the body to rid itself of mucus and also helps to soothe inflamed tracts of your system. So you can buy mullein tea prepackaged or you can make homemade mullein tea with some fresh or dried mullein leaves and or flowers. 
and mulling can be found in dried, powered tea, tincture, and oil formulations at your local health store or online. Finally, if you do develop a bad cough and a respiratory condition, it's important to support your lungs. The most obvious thing is to stay warm and dry and stay hydrated and drink plenty of fluids. Through my research, I learned that our lungs love heat and dryness and do not like coldness or dampness. So in addition to wearing a sweater and drinking warm tea or water, you may also want to consider herbs known as bronchodilators that open up the bronchial tubes and warm up the lungs. A few bronchodilating herbs to consider include Tulsi, which is also known as holy basil, cardamom, osher root, and echinacea. These are all lung-loving herbs. They are very supportive for the lungs and they are known to warm up the lungs. So this brings us to the end of this episode. I'll share more ways you can boost your immunity and support your overall health in future episodes. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed this episode and learned practical immune-boosting actions you can take to optimize your well-being and stay healthy, not just at certain times or seasons of the year, but every day, all the time. We all know that our health is our most valuable asset. Without it, we cannot enjoy our best life or realize our full potential. As a special bonus for this episode, I created a free immunity boosting recipes ebook with some of my favorite go-to recipes that support immune health. My hope is that the delicious ingredients and herbs in these recipes nourish your mind, body, and spirit. You can get this free immunity boosting recipes ebook by going to my website, katrinah.com forward slash immunity. And I'll be sure to drop the link as well to this down below in the show notes. So we've come to the end of this episode. I look forward to sharing more practical tips and ancient wisdom from the rich world of Ayurveda with you, as well as other holistic health practices as I learn them. If you found this podcast helpful, please subscribe and share with anyone you think may benefit. Also, if you'd like to support this podcast, please rate and leave a review on Apple Podcast. Your rating and review will help more people to find this podcast. Thank you so much for your support. Together, we can spread the message of holistic healing and co-create a healthier, happier world. Before I go, I'd love to connect with you on Instagram as well, and you can find me there at Katrina Hepler. If you have any topics you'd like me to cover on a future episode, please use the hashtag TheAyurvedaGlow. Thank you so much for joining me today. I appreciate you so much. Wishing you health, happiness, and a gorgeous day. P.S. Just a reminder that this podcast is for educational purposes only. It is not a substitute for professional care by a doctor and is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. For personalized support, please seek out the advice of a qualified healthcare professional for your specific healthcare concerns. Thank you again. Wishing you health and happiness and a beautiful day.